Hello and welcome to the latest edition of the Newcastle Blue Star Podcast. I'm your host Dan Tracy and we're back with another episode and more importantly another top guest. Actually joining me tonight is not one but two guests as I'm joined by two thirds of the new management team. That being Steve Cuggy and Andy Bowman. Firstly Steve it's a pleasure to have you on the show this evening. I hope all is well with you. Yeah all's fine thanks Dan. Of course, the same courtesy is extended to you, Andy. I hope things are well with you also. Thanks, Dan. Appreciate that. Not a problem. Right, that is the intros out of the way. Let's get down to business. On behalf of myself and all the listeners, we'd like to welcome you to the club. And I guess we're looking forward to seeing you at the helm next season. So with that in mind, would you be able to each provide the listeners with a bit of, shall we say, footballing background? What are the highlights on your football CV? Steve, I'll start with you. Um... I've just had quite a, a varied playing career. Um, played down south a lot at Maidstone and Dover, Hastings, Margate. Uh, had a great time at Bly Spartans in my younger days and then ended up at Whitley Bay. Um, and then on the managerial side, I was assistant manager at Whitley Bay when I had my father's success. Um, and went to Blythe, which didn't work out too well. But um, also had a bit of time at Walls End Boys Club uh, more recently. And uh, done a bit of youth coaching in the meantime. And, Quite excited to get going with Blue Star now. Fantastic. And Andy, the same question to you, please. Yeah, similar. Just uh, not as far south as Steve, but uh, stayed in the northeast and uh, played for Whitley Bay, actually, with Steve. It was very enjoyable. Um, and, uh, that was kind of my launch into, into non-league football. Um, and then Stolotman, Morbeth, um no Shields and at No Shields went into the coaching side and was assistant manager at Grim Fenton there for six years uh, alongside Bry, who's uh, obviously with us now. And uh, then obviously, like Steve says, we went on to uh, win the FA Vars Senior Cup and had some good success with them. Then uh, had a bit of a break from the the football and in the meantime did my, my uh, North Shields Juniors team, which was very enjoyable and still is very different, but uh, a good difference. And uh, here we are now. Fantastic. Well, it sounds like you've both been keeping busy in the past, and I'm, I'm sure you'll be keeping busy in the future because although one season is just about ended already, I guess, Steve, you're looking forward to the next one. Yeah, definitely. Um, it, it was a great insight for um, Brian and me to, to do the last few games of Blue Start. It, it give us a bit of a insight into in, um, some of the really good lads that are, that are at the club. Um, and we, we kind of wait for this season to start, to be honest. And Andy, although the summer is seen as a rest for football supporters, you know, you think, oh, nine months of action, time to sort of detune. It's not really the case for people who are involved on the other side of the touchline. So... What are going to be the first tasks that you're going to have to undertake as part of the Blue Star team? I think, first of all, um, when any kind of new uh, set of management come in, you've got to kind of assess the players you've got. Um, you're going to have natural um, players moving on um, just because of the, the transition, their, their choice. Uh, you're going to have some which might not fit your kind of agenda. And you have to get kind of players in who you may know from previous, uh, just to kind of bolster the dress and, and also players you trust and where you can do a job. And that's where we've kind of started really having a look at, you know, what we can bring in, what's there already, like Steve says, what we can bring in, what's needed at Blue Star, make it a better club, make it a good dressing room as well, which is always important. 
Now, Steve, some of those with an eagle eye would have seen yourselves on the touchline at the tail end of last season. So, without giving every detail or the conversations that have taken part away, you know, we don't want to see every insight, but was that always with this campaign coming up in mind, or was it a case of just getting last season finished and then seeing where you and the club are at and having a discussion thereafter? Yeah, pretty much the, the, the second one. Um, and, and we had that discussion mainly after the colour coats game, which I think was two or three from the end. Um, and, and we spoke with Steve and uh, it, it, was, it was very sort of productive. We all seemed to be uh, singing from the same hymn sheet and on the same page, if you like. So um, it, it, we pretty much made our mind up then that, that we'd be interested in doing it if, if they wanted us to do it, which clearly they do now. So... Um, I was open-minded, put it that way at first, and then it's uh, it, it will just grown uh, to to come to the collective, and then I've got Andy involved as well at, at the end of it, who we know really well, and uh, is a great lad. It brings even more to the uh, to the dynamic, if you like. Well, Andy, with you in mind, what is your role going to be in this trio? Is it a case of wearing multiple hats? How's the the structure going to be between yourselves, Steve and Brian? Could you explain that to the supporters, please? Yeah, I think I think it's quite, which is which is quite good with the three of us because we've got quite a vast experience in in this side of their football. I think it's going to be pretty much like transitioning quite regularly. I, I, I'm more kind of um, coaching, uh, dressing room kind of based um, with the players and getting you know the best out of them on the training field, which is thing. But also, I know even Briar also very good at that as well. So you know, there'll be times where you know, Brian will want to come into the training ground and I'll, I'll kind of sit back, Cugs will sit back and watch and kind of see the other side of it. And there'll be times where I'll be getting involved on the um, in the court and putting sessions on. I think really, I think, I think the key is to get three very different people in a managing team, but also kind of or three three lads who trust each other kind of can do various roles in a in the management team. Well, let's focus on next season. Steve, there's obviously disappointment within the Blue Star fraternity with not getting promotion a month or so ago. With that said, can that disappointment be harnessed into something positive this time around? Yeah, I think so. It's, it, it's going to have to be, isn't it? Because it's a bit of a fresh start. We're, we're new to it. And we're certainly, without being condescending in any way at all, there's no way we, we would have come to an alliance team that was happy to stay in the alliance, if you like it. It, it had to be somewhere that was wanting to move on up to three divisions, you know, which which they're clearly ambitious to do. Uh, so that was the major pull, and we're definitely optimistic that we'll do that this season. Now, Andy, I've said before that if promotion was handed out on ambition alone, Blue Star would already be well up the pyramid. So with that huge ambition and the setup, the facilities that are already in place, was that a considerable pull for yourself in terms of coming to the club? Massively, yeah. Um, as well as the, the, the two lads who were kind of in, in Stephen Bry, because to be honest, I'd I'd had no no kind of uh, I wasn't expecting to get back into uh, football management or coaching and it's, it's anytime soon, if I'm honest. And I always said because of the way you know life is and t- the time is, it would have to be something really kind of special and, and more of a project than just something I would kind of win and just be involved in football for the sake of it. Um, something I definitely, definitely didn't want to do. I was very lucky being involved with um, Graham and Bryant North Shields and we had a great time and a great run of it. But, you know, and I'm 
And I think looking at Blue Star, you know, and hearing uh, Steve talk, that's Steve Chairman Steve, um, you know, how he wants to progress the club, how he's going to do it as well, which is important because there's a lot of, there's a lot of kind of, oh, yeah, we're just going to do this and that. And there's no kind of meat on the bones of the, of the ideas. But this was one that really kind of I was impressed with. And it's, it's one of the definite reasons uh, I'm here. Well, this is it, isn't it? Because I guess a lot of chairmen slash owners have a lot of desire and they'll have the idea of, oh, I want to take my team up and up and up. But without a roadmap, it's just kind of words, really. But as you say, Bestie has kind of got the vision and everyone buys into that. And hopefully, you know, obviously say, with the disappointment last season, it can fuel everyone around the club, supporters, players, yourselves, just kind of feed that fire and hopefully take Blue Star up to the levels that they deserve. But, Steve, as I say, disappointment last season... Let's try and focus away from that and look at the positives at the end of last season because one of the positives was youth player development. I think we can sort of take what we saw from the last what half a dozen games that there are seeds there for this season. It looks very promising. Yeah, for definite. Um, in particular, the last game, the, the Wallington game. Yeah. Um, there, there was a big um, chunk of the team were, were young lads and they really did perform excellently. Uh, really it gave a lot of um, positivity, really, about uh, how, how well they could do next season. And, and if we can add in some more experienced lads from, from a higher level amongst that, with a good attitude, uh, I think we can only grow with the club. Well, this is it, Andy, because in terms of development, those younger elements are going to be key to the future. But also, I guess in the, well, the short term or the medium term, it's finding that right blend between the youth of tomorrow and the, the experience of levels above. So it's kind of fusing those two components together and making a great team. Yeah, I think that's I think that's at every level. I think if you you know if you look at the very very top levels, you know they've got they've got the kind of young players coming through, you know, in the, the teens, early twenties, and you and you've got your kind of old heads who've been there and done it and. Um, like Steve, Steve, Steve says, has experience. Um, and I think if you get that blend and kind of use them right as well, you know, kind of have them in the right positions, then I think you're going to be, uh, I think you're going to be onto something. Well, in terms of pre-season training, that can't be too far away. So, Steve, with that in mind, how will you be putting your players through the paces? Is it a case of twice-weekly sessions to get them up to scratch? Will it be kind of a a tapered element of intensity because if you do too much too early then you run the risk of burnout towards the end of the season or early injury so what have you got in mind in that aspect? Uh, we haven't had our final meeting about it yet but I think we are going to be doing um, two midweek sessions and then a weekend session um, in the in the main part of pre-season but I think we've got six or seven games lined up as well amongst that um, but yeah you've got you've got to do a bit, a bit of um, physical stuff at that point obviously to, to, to give yourself some kind of advantage going into the into the new season so we're, we're going to treat it the same as we have done in our previous Northern League jobs to be honest Well in terms of pre-season training that also means pre-season friendlies will be around the corner Andy how's the diary looking at the moment is everything penciled in or is there still scope to schedule in a few more fixtures before the season starts in what July August Yeah no I think I think that it's pretty much done now there's one Two kind of just uh, well, one or two still to be confirmed. Uh, you know, one one especially big one, um, which would be great. Um, but yeah, we're just trying to get the balance. I think in preseason friends, you've got to get the balance. You kind of you don't want to be playing a team uh, teams that are constantly five leagues are higher than you. <laughs> but you don't you don't want to kind of play 
teams five leagues lower than you want to kind of get a balance, a bit of both. You take a little bit of each. Um, you get the tests and you get, t- uh, you know, they get, you get the ones kind of are on your level and then see where it goes. But yeah, there's there's a lot to be, uh, there's a lot to be pleased about with the friendlies. You know, it's really, really good friendlies coming up. Yeah, we'll be looking for a one with a bit of a trip as well. Um, so we can, a bit of a team bonding one. Yeah, that sounds a great idea. I know we had a great day out at Tadcaster last summer, so anything similar would be welcomed by the supporters as well. But in terms of the opposition, I think Andy's just alluded to it, but just to kind of clarify, from your own point of view, you want a test across the summer because, no disrespect to any opposition that you did face, but if you won, say, I don't know, 5-6-0 every week, yes, that is wins, but you're not really learning too much about your own squad. So is it about kind of trying to always get a gauge of where your squad is at that present moment in time? Pretty much, yeah. Like, like Andy says, we'll, we'll, we'll get a mixture. Um, so, so we'll have some uh, real tests and we'll have some games that, that we'll, where we should um, we should win them, really, get a bit of confidence. So it's, it's a bit of a balancing act. But we'll also get a, a lot of confidence if we can, um, if we can go toe-to-toe with, with a team from a league or two above us as well and, and match them. That'll tell us a lot that we're going the right direction. Now, one important topic, perhaps the most important topic, is recruitment. So there's always high turnover at this level of the game. It's just the nature of the beast with the way that transient players are, I guess, and they have their own lives and trying to fit a career around it. So with that in mind, Andy, have you already started your own scouting? Do you have the kind of ideas of players you want to bring into the club across across the course of the summer and maybe even next season beyond? Uh, definitely, yeah. We've got, um, obviously, we've all got what kind of... Um... We've all had players in the past, which kind of we would love to have back at the club. Uh, I think for all three of us, I think it's um, we've got to be aware of of the level, and that's no disrespect of, of the level we're at, um, and try and kind of entice uh, players to kind of come and play at this level with the kind of bigger picture in mind that we are going to go forward and, and, and you know, become a, a northern league club. So I think yeah, you've got to be realistic at what you're looking for. But yeah, well, well, the first thing we've said is, look, we need to have players who are just, you know, good, good lads first and foremost. You know, we don't want anybody here for the wrong reasons. We don't want anybody here who we can't trust. You know, who isn't going to kind of look after themselves. Who isn't going to kind of take it 100 percent seriously every week. And you know, that's what exactly what we'll be getting. I think there's, you know, I've got enough respect between the three of us to get players in who want to play for us. So. With that in mind, yeah, we'll be we are we are looking now, and we are, you know, having conversations now, um, but they mean nothing until obviously we get this the thing on the dotted line in June. Going back to the ambition and the facilities that are on offer at Blue Star, Steve, does it make it something of an easier sales pitch when you're looking to get names through the door before the start of the campaign? Yeah, it does. Um, <clears throat> even down to people that we've spoken to, we've actually met a few of them at the ground. For that particular reason, because it is a, it, it is quite a good selling point that it, it, it's, it is a northern league ground at this moment in time, uh, and, and we're just not a northern league club yet, um, so for, for sure. Oh, plus the fact of the uh, word got round about the thousand attendance as well on the Friday night, you know. So pe- the, no, nobody, even from two, two, three leagues above us that we've spoke to, is like dismissed out of hand and. and They've at least come and listened to, to what we've had to see, you know, which I think is testament to the facilities. Absolutely. And the 1,000 attendance on a Friday night is something to behold. It's a great sight and you'll look forward to it soon, I guess. That's all the questions from me this week. Before I close up, anything you'd like to add? Andy, I'll start with you, please. 
I just, like I say, I just hope um, everybody kind of uh, listening and everybody who got behind Blue Star in the past, um, you know, gets behind them again. It's a, you know, it's a great club, great ambition, great people involved. Uh, and hopefully, our side, we will, hopefully, definitely, we'll put on a, we'll put on a, some good football and, uh, and make it an entertaining uh, Friday night or Saturday afternoon for you. That sounds like a good deal to me. And Steve, anything that you would like to add before we go? No, I pretty much agree with Andy, really, and it won't be for, for a lack of effort on our behalf, the three of us. Fantastic. Right, that brings us to full time, so I just need to thank my two guests. Andy, thanks ever so much for your time this evening. A pleasure to meet you, I guess, digitally. I look forward to doing it in the flesh soon. Cheers, Dan. OK, that neatly brings an end to this podcast episode. Just a quick bit of admin, and that's the small matter of the Blue Star Festival, which takes place next Saturday. And tickets are very much available for that one, so if you're thinking of going, get involved. Also, if you want to get in touch with me, you can. That's on Twitter, at Dan Tracy, 983. To wrap things up, I just need to thank my guests once again for their time. A cracking episode. And with that said, it just leaves me to say that my name's Dan Tracy. This is the Newcastle Blue Star Podcast. And until next time, goodbye. Goodbye.